There's somebody on your on your CRM right now who's saying, I will sign a contract today if you just show me what I want. And what they want is out there. You've just got to find it and show them. And that is why every day is closing day. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Muchastegui. Hey, this is going to be a super unique interview. My first interview I've done with an active agent out in Dubai as they are expanding their brokerage kind of all over the world. I'm super excited to talk to Mark Castley today. He's the COO of LuxuryProperty.com and we're going to get right into it. Mark, how's it going? Good, good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Your Christmas is over. There's all that yeah. big excitement and then uh, and it's almost... Like that release afterward. There's so much energy, so much energy. And then this week's a pretty slow week. We get to figure out what we accomplished this year and what our goals are for next year and all sorts of fun stuff. That's it, man. It's all about the goal setting. This week, it's all about putting them goals down and getting them ready for 2022. Yeah. How'd you guys do in 2021 out there in Dubai? Really good. Um, it was a it was a year what we didn't really expect, to be honest. You know, we we banked pretty heavily on the luxury market. And it boomed, you know, I think not just here in Dubai, across the world, the prime and the super prime markets really had a, an incredible boom. You, you know, I listened back to one of your previous podcasts. I think it was the last one, where people are just coming to market with cash, <laughs> like large amounts of cash. And it's, it's not just for investment. It's, you know, the, a penthouse, a holiday home here or a, you know, six bedroom on the palm. It's, it's just been incredible. Yeah. What is the, when you get to talk to your buyers, what's their biggest reason they're saying about like, like or what do you think the biggest reason is for that drive in luxury property right now? I feel like it's a more safer investment for that type of uh, buyer. So then buyers have not been, they've been hit you know, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years they've been sat and I think they've been waiting for that, you know, that trigger point where they say, okay, well, maybe not 15 years, maybe the last crisis was when it was a great time for them to buy. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if you look at the, the typical real estate cycles, we crashed in like 2008. And that's when I actually moved to Dubai. And it was incredible here because everybody wanted to buy. All the people who had cash were spending it. And there was a massive buyer's market, but that pushed the prices right up and the luxury market boomed then. I just feel like the the avatar of the buyer in the market right now is somebody who's not been buying quite aggressively for for the past couple of years. And they've been waiting for the right time. And all of a sudden there's there's deals to be had at the 10, 15, $20 million and above market. There's deals to be had. And when there's a deal there, people are snapping their up. We've also um, we've also seen a lot a lot of crypto buyers. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, so crypto boomed. We know it, it I mean crypto does this. It's, we, we know what crypto is, it's fantastic, and it's maybe for another talk, but we have a lot of the crypto guys coming to Dubai. Uh, it's obviously we've we've got no tax here, so these guys have seen a a market where they can come in and pick up some fantastic real estate with their spoils, you know, with their earnings in the, in the crypto market. Yeah. I don't think people have talked about that, um, that crypto experience that much. No. Right. And, and how much that has really impacted it. I, I read an article about how many billionaires have been created with Ethereum. Right, which like not Bitcoin, but Ethereum, the people that got into Ethereum and just how, you know, I don't want to get the stat wrong, but it was an incredible number, an incredible high percentage of the world's billionaires that were created by buying Ethereum, 
right? And not buying lots of Ethereum, like investing like $1,000 in Ethereum and becoming a billionaire. That's like mind boggling stuff. But that totally explains what you're talking about there. Like, so one of the questions is why is there so much cash in the market? Right. And there's a lot of cash in the market because people have been waiting. Like you said, people have been earning and people have been waiting, but there's this other whole market of crypto of how many billions of dollars have been created with that. And yes, a luxury property is this nice, safe thing that they're like, even if it's going to go up and down a bit, right. They're like, this is an asset. I used to wonder why would someone buy this apartment complex? That's a two cap. Right. It's this this awesome signature property that you drive by. It's an amazing building. And I'm thinking it's a two cap. Why? Because everyone likes to own those amazing buildings. They're they're beautiful. They're not going to fall apart. They're not going to, they're not going to have like maintenance stuff. And through time, you know, based on appreciations and things like that, it's a whole different game. I think there's been this other draw to luxury. Yeah, and, and not necessarily in, in Dubai, but around around the world, around the US, and people are spending more time in their houses. And they're yeah. saying, hey, yeah, I, yeah, they can't go on vacation anymore. I can't go out of the country much right now. And I used to go all the time. So people are saying, if I can't go travel, why don't I have paradise for myself? And uh, we've yeah. seen that here. And uh, so what, what happened here was people were buying up all the apartments. And then they were like, oh, um, the apartments are working really well. So um, the, the tenants will come in, the guys who are renting will come into market and say, well, what can I buy? Mm-hmm. And the cost of uh, finance here was so low. You know, like it's, it's a real low cost of finance. So it's so easy to buy. People were like, well, they're skipping a step. You know, if yeah. we're going to go into lockdown again, I'm not going to take the three-bed apartment. I'm going to take the four-bed villa with a pool on the golf course. Yeah. And... What happened was that that whole prime sector got like flooded with buyers, and then prices went crazy, and it just it just went insane. And I think it's exactly what you're saying. People wanted that holiday at home feel. You know, well, if I can't travel, I need to be super comfortable, so I'll put that extra cash into a, the, the dream home. You know, the not just a five-year property, it's a 15-year property, or it's, or it's my forever home, and now is probably the time to pull the trigger on it. It's really interesting, really interesting year. So you talked about the, so the cost of financing is super low. Is it lower in Dubai than in the US? or Because it's, it's low in general right now. So is it, yeah, is it also easier to get, get loans out there than it is out here, or same? So it, it's really easy here, really, really easy. And the reason for that, we follow a US model. So we're very US driven on a lot of decisions that get made over in the Middle East. Uh, so we're pegged to the dollar, our currency is pegged to the dollar. And banks have they've taken a really positive outlook on the situation and said, well, what's a great way to, to drive the economy? Well, we're the most vaccinated country on the planet, or we were last time I checked, you know, so it's it's like a hundred percent of the people who can be vaccinated are. So that's really boomed the, the market because that fear is, is no longer there, you know, because we shouldn't have another massive issue if we're the most vaccinated. So it should be safe. You know, mm-hmm. that, that scare tactic of, oh, I can't buy there because, like, I wouldn't buy in the UK now. I'm from the UK. I'd be so scared to buy in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. They don't know. Whereas here, they've made it safe. And the low cost of finance is, you know, there's no real, there's talk about it going up slightly next year, but there's no real indication of it rapidly increasing or any driving forces to rapidly increase this. So I I see us carrying on. I I think we've got another few years left of this market to, even if it's not rapid growth, I still see growth over the next couple of years. Yeah. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchastegui for a quick commercial break. So during 2020 and 2021, the real estate market completely changed. There's so much competition in the market, so many people trying to buy and sell houses, but there's hardly any supply, hardly any product, hardly anyone willing to list their homes. It's time for every agent out there to become a hybrid agent investor to be able to reach out directly to homeowners to try to get them to sell or list their house. 
We've got a new website. Go to leadpropeller.com and you can set up your own investor buyer website in just minutes. You'll set up your own URL, set up phone numbers, help go through leads, help reach out to people that aren't listing their their property currently and have them fill out a form that says, hey, I want to sell my house. And then as an agent, you can go through and make them a hybrid offer. You can tell them, hey, I think your house would sell for $220,000 on MLS, but I can either write you a $180,000 cash offer right now or I can help you fix it up and you'll list it for 220,000 on MLS. These are buyers that are looking for quick cash offers. Tens of thousands are submitting these forms every single day and they're skipping the listing process. But so many of you guys out there are such good agents, it's a great opportunity to get that lead and help them maximize sales price for their home. So again, go to leadpropeller.com and think about signing up for your own investor site so buyers will start reaching out to you asking you to make an offer on their home. I was lucky enough to go to Dubai a few years ago and yep. the, you know, we were scheduling a trip to go to South Africa and Emirates has this amazing deal. You go to book your flight, you know, and you're booking Emirates all the way to South Africa and they say, Hey, do you want to lay over for a couple of days? We'll just yeah. break up your flight. You know, you'll get to come see the country, you know, in, in two days you can jam pack and we got a tour guide and we did so much cool stuff and we yep. got to see, so much of what Dubai is building. And one of the understandings I came out of Dubai back then was this idea that they, you know, it's a wealthy country, right? Wealthy country from, uh, from oil and resources and things like that. And, yeah. and I may get it wrong, so you can correct me, but, like, but then trying to do this long-term planning that says eventually some of that other stuff runs out. But yeah. what if we create this kind of tourism hub, this real estate stuff, where it really is trying to create this adult Disneyland, like you can ski inside, yeah. In the yeah, desert. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, I was skiing. I have a six-year-old daughter, me, the missus, the mother-in-law, and the baby. She's not a baby. She's six. But we were skiing yeah. indoors Christmas Eve, man. So cool. And what was the temperature outside at the time? We're about 25 at the minute. And yeah. it was like two or something like that. And so we had penguins. There was penguins in there. So it's got to be cold. It's like two or three or something like that. So cool. So that is – so that's part of the magic – of Dubai, yeah. like getting to go, you can go skiing on the same day. You can go ride a camel. You can go drive through the desert on dune buggies. You can go in the tallest, one of the tallest buildings in the world, maybe the tallest. They've cool. got these, you know, underwater, you know, hotels you can stay at. Like fantastic, fantastic stuff, and like playing the long game out there yeah. for trying to create that magic. So I live in in Austin, Texas. It was it was very warm here uh, yeah. at Christmas time, and my and my kids were sitting here looking at all of our family on the West coast, you know, playing in the snow. And they were thinking they're missing that snow. And I say, how cool that you can be in Dubai and still get some of that kind of winter Christmas feeling. When did you get into real estate? Um, So a little about me then. So I was um, played football or soccer. I was okay. Um, I think I was, I thought I was better than I was, but I had no game plan. You know, when I left school, it was like, I was going to be pro but, but wasn't. So straight from school, I went into, I was a tea boy, local real estate company. And I was just making the tea, learning about everything in real estate. And that was like 2002. And obviously, I'm from a super working class area. I'm from Liverpool, home of the Beatles. Uh-huh. Um, so it's a super working class area. And typically people from working class areas, have, you have to have a bit about you to succeed. You know, you have to have a bit of, weight or charm or something inside to, to, to push you on, you know? And I worked my way up through the, the ranks of this local brokerage, ended up moving down to London and then got moved over to Dubai. Um, came over here just at the, the bottom of bottom of the, the ladder, again, worked my way up, built a company here, sold back 2014 when we found out we were having our little girl and moved to the US. And I was a coach in uh, in Florida for three years. Okay. Um, so I had a, a two-year-old at the time. And I was co- just coaching, um, I had about 200 agents from Jacksonville right the way down to Homestead, right the way over to uh, Tampa, Clearwater. I was good for it. You know, so the goal, the, the actual model was they brought me in and it was a lot of single agents who wanted to build a team. Mm-hmm. So... I would spend a lot of time showing them uh, the path from single agent having to work 24 hours a day 
into building this team system, you know, where you've got an ISA, you've got buyer's agent, you've got seller's agent, and you're just doing the parts of the business that you actually enjoy, enjoy to a limit. Um, and it was really good fun. You know, we, we, we took some agents who never thought they could have a business. They thought they were just an agent, and it was, it was really interesting. Um, so I've done that in the US and Canada, and then I was brought over into Asia. I was over in Ho Chi Minh City, there was a prop tech startup who needed a full education set up for all of their agents, which was, was really interesting, Aaron, because English was not the first language in mm -hmm. uh, Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my accent's quite interesting as it is. You know, it's not easy to understand what I say at the best of times. So that was really interesting. But it was good for me, you know, because what I learned, I've traveled the world quite extensively coaching real estate. And what I've learned in my many different locations is it's the same everywhere. No matter what language, what industry, whether it's pre-construction, whether it's ready properties, it's it's all the same. And I, I say this to people, it's, it's funny, because people think I'm crazy, but the top 1%, I spend a lot of time with the top 1% around the world. I still, you know, I'm not going to name names, but you and I both know who the top 1% are. I spend a lot of time speaking to them. And we do conference calls, we do education sessions, but they don't have skills that the bottom 99% don't have. And I say this a lot, like there's no secret recipe to being in the top 1%. It's not like they got told something at the real estate exam that nobody else got told. Yeah. You know, it's just a process and it's just getting that process right. And, it, and, it, and that's what it is, isn't it? You know, it, it is a process. The first year, you see, the first year you learn, the second year you earn. That can be longer. You know, it could be two years of learning before you start earning. But when you earn, it's worth it. And what I've realized is it's, it's the same across the board. What we do here in Dubai is the same as what we were doing in Miami. And it's the same as what we were doing in Vietnam. You know, you just, you've got to do a good job for your client. <laughs> and that's it, right? Yeah. You know, you, you've got to have good product knowledge. You've got to do the right thing. And, you know, it, you've just got to find out what he wants or she wants and match them. And then do a good, that dance in between, that's all it is. It's a big dance. And you get that dance right, then you can be successful. But that's, that's the hard part, learning the tango. Yeah. I love that the top 1% doesn't have any different skills really than the bottom 1%. It's just about putting in time, putting in the effort and following and not giving up. I've had, I've interviewed plenty of people that were successful within a month or two and other people that were, that took two years to get successful, but every one of them said it was worth it because there's very few industries like real estate where someone can make a ton of money, where someone can, can really make a ton of money um, by working hard, as hard as they want to. And um, with very low barriers to entry. Right, it. like it's it's not hard to pass a real estate exam. It's not. We have a we have a girl over here. She's from Colombia, and she's fantastic. She's the hardest worker in the office. She's twelve hours a day. Started off in rentals, worked her way into sales. In her first month in sales, she sold a plot of land um, for seventy five million dirham, which is about just shy of twenty million dollars. Wow. Um, commissions are, you know, so we don't get 6% over here. We get four, but like in a first month in sales, $20 million deal. It's right. All your hard work is worth it in that moment. Anyone that's successful has had that moment where they said, this is working. It's paying off. This is what I was put on this planet for. This was all yeah. that hard work has finally come to fruition for the, that thing that happened to me 10 years ago is coming to fruition yeah. in this moment. We have that moment. We right? do, that's and, it, once, right? and once it happens, it's off to the races. That's it. Game on. So you were coaching a lot of people that were successful agents that said, I want to be, become a team leader, right? What was the most common question among all of them or the most common lesson they needed to learn when it came to how, how to go from agent to team leader or how to grow their business? Do you know what? There's the, the most common question is... It's not really a question. The most common problem that we see when you go from an agent to a team leader is they want to have everybody do everything. But unless they've done everything, you can't teach it. So here's an example. They say, oh, I want somebody to make the calls for me. 
You say, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Um, you have to make the calls for the next two months and you have to do 100 a day and you have to overcome all of the problems and we'll do it together. And then after two months of all of that nonsense, you can recruit somebody because mm-hmm. you'll have gone through that process. You know, you have to go meet five buyers a week. You have to. You have to go on 10 listing appointments a week. You have to get rejection. You have to overcome objections. And that was the hardest thing for any agent to to really digest was I want to buy in the business and and you can't become a team leader if you can't lead a team. You know, if you can't answer them questions, you, you can't you can't be successful. So the most common was, hey, you've got to you've got to build up from the ground. And then once you do, it's a build, it's a business for life. And that was probably the most common one that came up. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Abuchastegui, and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. And I know, I know you guys would much rather listen to the content and not the ads and not the sponsors, but this is one that I'm actually super, super excited with. You know, so many of the realtors that we interview on the show, they talk about how much systems are important and how much follow-up is important. And I'm really, really excited about our new sponsor. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time and when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Boss. You know, on an interview last week with Agent Mark McGuire, I asked him what his favorite software and what his favorite system was. And he said it was Follow Up Boss. And then he went on for another three or four minutes to talk about why Follow Up Boss was the best CRM he uses. So there's a lot of superstars out out there that use Follow Up Boss. Some of the stats they gave me, Robert Slack, 1.5 billion team in Florida, number one in the US. He uses Follow Up Boss to get a 400% ROI on its massive paid lead spend. Deborah Beagle, co-owner of the Ashton Group in Nashville, uses Follow Up Boss to guarantee the agents who join her team get two homes under contract in the first 90 days. That's a big guarantee for new agents. Barry Jenkins of your friends in real estate uses Follow Up Boss to automate everything so his team can produce 200 million on 25 hour work weeks. All right, so here's an offer. You guys are gonna get this special for being Real Estate Rockstars listeners. Now I've I've used Follow Up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing, and what what do you know, best name ever, Follow Up. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, you get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com forward slash rockstars. So again, followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial, and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. All right, everybody, thanks again. Now back to our show. Yeah, I love that for all of all of my businesses and all of the people that I try to hire or even bring into management, right? I'll, and as I bring them into management, I'm trying to to train them, and and a lot of that is saying, okay, now go make these calls and call ten contractors, and this is what's going to happen. And yes. part of that, my thinking is that's what I did ten years ago, and I learned some things through that process, and I got that. And the most and a lot of the common re- 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 you know responses back from the managers is, well, can't I have someone else do that? This seems below me. It seems below my pay grade. And the, and the reality is, is yes, you can't teach somebody or effectively manage someone if you don't have a realistic expectation of what that job is, trying to have somebody do something you haven't done. Now, I believe in the concept of, the, of who, not how, of finding someone that like loves doing something, and right? Sure. But, the, but yes, having to try it for them to be able to, to be able to teach it, to be able to have the team, I could see how that would be a hiccup because so many people are like, Hey, I've done pretty good. I want to grow. So now I want somebody that can just be that outbound dialer. And you're like, well, you got to prove it out first. So here's what happened. I went, because I'm a, I like to practice what I preach. A lot of the ISAs in the U S come from Manila. That's just where most of them are. So I flew to Manila and I spent 10 days there in Manila coaching the ISAs and also them coaching me. You know, what's the problems that they come up against? What type of issues do they have? Which is mostly Wi-Fi connection in Manila because it's just yeah. horrendous. <laughs> it's absolutely horrendous for them. But that was a, a great experience because you, you start to understand the dynamics of what it looks like to be an ISA. 
So it's easy when somebody says, Mark, I want to recruit an ISA. What, what's that experience like? You can help and say, well, I've been to Manila. I've spent time with them. And, and this, is, you know, this is what you need to do. Something else that came up, which is, I think, you know, probably the, the, one of the most important parts of real estate is a lot of real estate agents have uh, 80 to 90% of their business comes from their sphere of influence, mm-hmm. which is great. And, and your sphere of influence is, is great. However, what I was teaching in the US, which worked really well, was 20% of your income should be sphere of influence and 80% has to be strangers, people you don't know. Because you can't duplicate 80% of your business to the next guy and then the next guy and the next guy if it's your sphere of influence. Yeah, you can't scale that business. Yeah. You can't. It's not duplicatable. So if you can get 80% of your business to be from a stranger, you bought a lead, you called it, you turned it into a commission check, you can teach somebody that because it's, it's, it's a business model that you can ring fence and plug somebody into it and move her on and then move her on. But if it's your sphere of influence, you, you, it's a finite business. It stops at some point. But the stranger model, it's duplicatable and it's infinite. You can, you can grow into any market you want if you've got a solid business model that converts strangers into commission checks. And that's, that's sometimes hard to understand because people are like, well, I'm just going to work my sphere because it's comfortable. It's, you know, I, oh, I don't have to do anything really. Well, pick the phone up. You pick the phone up, you make more money. Man, especially when you're talking about the luxury market too, there's a lot of people that, that know the luxury market, want to get into the luxury market, but they're, especially younger people, but they're like, hey, my sphere can only buy, you know, a $300,000 house, yeah. right? My, my, the sphere, yeah. the people I know are first time buyers, but I'm meant to be a commercial agent or I'm meant to be a luxury property agent. And, and the, and I, and I think there's a lot of listeners that sometimes get discouraged because they say, well, that guy's story, he knows, he knows those people, like, because he lived in that town and grew up in that ski town that became huge. Well, he knew those people and he was well-known. And so he got all of his deals because he was well-known and they can't take that as action. But you're saying, yeah, the, so I'm, somebody's going to call in. Somebody's going to have this question right now. They're going to be listening to this and they're going to say, Mark, how can I convert? How can I go from 80% sphere? to 80% other people. What are, what are the best ways for me to make a transition now, especially as they hit 2022, they're starting the year. And if they're going to change their whole goals, where do they start? Well, I think 2022 will be more transactions ever than ever than we've ever seen in our lifetime. I think it's going to be the busiest year ever. So this is the time to be hitting up strangers and, you know, we, we, we don't, the, the benefit of real estate now is we don't struggle to generate leads. It's quite easy. You know, we used to be, our hands were tied. <laughs> We'd be able to send a few newsletters or door knocking. It's just not required anymore. You need to put yourself in a position where you're spending at least three hours every single day on the phone for at least 60 days speaking to people that you don't know. Now, if you, if you spend five days of the week, three hours a day, on the phone to people booking a face-to-face appointment and you can get face-to-face with 10 people a week, buyers or sellers, you will make more money in 2022 than you've ever made in your life. Because if you speak to 50, 60, 70 people a day, 50, 60, 70 dials a day, and you can get in front of 10 people this week, you're going to be in a position where you can work with people who want to work with you. So right now, what I find is people say, well, I've only got one buyer and I've got to do what he says. It's because I've only got one buyer and I've got to do, oh, I've got to go his laundry and pick his children up from school. It's like, well, no, well, that's not, you've got to have terms of business, you know? And if you, can, if you can have an abundance of leads, which we can all do at a very low cost, and you've got a real good reason for them to meet you, you're going to put yourself in a position where you make more money than you've ever made. And... The best way to get people to meet you face-to-face is to offer something that nobody else is offering. My, my favorite offering is off-market property. You know, we can all access off-market property and your buyer can't. You know, yeah. your buyer can go on Zillow, he can check the MLS, but he can't check expired, can't check um, withdrawn or canceled. You can. Now, I guarantee you 100% of buyers that you speak to 
want access to off-market property. I also guarantee you that 99% of them will buy a property off the MLS. Yeah. It's, you know, and that's the case, isn't it? So we've got to say, well, look, I will, I will check expired if we don't find something. I will check cancelled. I'll go knock at that withdrawn property and speak to them and say, hey, look, I've got a buyer. He's perfect. I don't want to just list your property. I want to sell it to this guy. I'll do that for you, Mr. Buyer, if that's what it takes to close you. If that's, if that's what it takes to get you your dream home. Because other agents won't. Other agents won't offer that. But the risk for the agent is I'll have to do some work. Or I'll have yeah. to do something different, you know? And you, Well, you don't. You don't. You just have to do a great job for your clients. And if you can spend three hours a day speaking to strangers, you will be in the top 1%. I can, I can guarantee that. I think a lot of that's brilliant, Mark. I, I love the idea of everybody does that buyer intake. What sort of yeah. property are you, are, you, are you looking for? And the most common thing then is to set them up on a drip campaign where they start getting the drips. I had a, a great agent talk about she sends the drip campaigns to herself so then she could text it to the buyers and yeah. be like, hey, so then it doesn't look like it's automated. It looks like she's yeah. sending everything over. But taking that a step further and actually looking for anything that expired in the last month that meets that, that criteria or last six months that meets that criteria or canceled, those people decided that, you know, there were times I was listing uh, one of my properties that I was kind of on the fence about wanting to sell it or not. So I listed it for a while or for a few months, you know, wanted to get a ton of money for it, didn't. So then took it off the market for a year, you know, put it back on the market the next year and it sold, but the, but had somebody approached me during that time. And said, yeah. "Hey, I've got the buyer for your house, and I like that price. The, there's a good chance that I would have that I would have, you know, said yes. And at that time, I would have sold it for less than I ended up getting, because when it did go to market later, you know, I was at that time it hit at the right time and it sold really well. So someone could have gotten an even better deal from me had yeah. they approached me, you know, during that time. Now you talk about. Smart. Go ahead. No, no, sorry, go. Yeah. So the." So one of the, your statements was, so get on calls, meet people, talk to strangers. So we've told them, let's get on the phone for a couple hours. Let's talk to expireds. Do you have, is there a list that people, should, so what sort of, what sort of pe- way should people get a list of people to start calling? What types of people should they start calling? If they're looking for, for buyers, is that, you know, buying ads of buyers from like Zillow or realtor.com or. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's funny because the lead source makes me. It makes me laugh because I thought about this once and I was like, Facebook leads to the West. They convert at 2% or 0.2% or 0.5%. And I was like, yeah, okay. Zillow leads to the best at 10 or 12%. All right, okay. I said, well, I can guarantee you that your Facebook lead that you think isn't great is on somebody else's CRM and the source says Zillow. <laughs> You know, and this same person, you don't think it's of high value and somebody else looks at it and says, oh my gosh, this is a Zillow lead, this is going to be great or whatever great lead source you have. And it makes me laugh because you never know. If somebody said they're interested to buy a property, that's the same quality of buyer. Obviously, if they've gone onto a real estate portal and picked a specific unit and said, I want to go and see this, that's the guy we want, right? That's the one who's right at the end of their search. That's the now money. But I think if you look at a 12-month plan and you can spend three hours a day speaking to people over a 12-month period, you should be in a position where you're just doing more transactions than you've ever done. And, you know, I don't have a favorite lead source because it's so tricky, isn't it? Like, we seem, when I was in the US, I did KPIs. I mentioned this to you before the call. I run pretty detailed KPIs. So what's the conversion rate for each lead source? How many viewings do we go on before we get an offer? The cost of a viewing, the cost of an offer, all these crazy KPIs. And we were converting Zillow leads at like between 10 and 12%, which is great, but it's so expensive. Yeah. You know, it's not for everyone. So, you know, across the board, we've seen conversion rates on Facebook from like 0.2% right up to 2.5%. Just depends on the, the market and the price point. But regardless of what it is, if, you, if there's a conversion rate, get on the phone and close them. If you've got a low marketing budget, you need to work hard because the quality of your leads are going to be not as good. So you need to work harder. You need to turn up earlier and you need to leave later. And you need to have dust, smoke coming off the phone. Yeah? yeah. You're going to be in a position now where you make some serious cash. 
if you've got a real great marketing budget, you can be sensible with your um, your ad spend and place it in you know a higher ticket value, higher value properties, um, higher cost of acquisition for your lead, but the lead quality may you know, may take less calls to convert, lower volume, higher conversion rates. But I would say for, for Q1 of next year, you want to load up on leads because it's going to be busy. It's going to be really busy. Specifically, you know, I, I genuinely think that the US is going to have its busiest ever year mm-hmm. on record. I can't see a, a, a year that's going to outdo 2022 in my lifetime for what I've seen so far. So if that's, going, if that's my prediction, and I, I'm not, it's a prediction. And it's not, yeah, I love predictions. So they keep yeah, going, yeah. Yeah. So if that's what I think it's going to happen, I'm telling my guys, well, look, We've just got to make the most of it. This is life-changing opportunity. I said, my guys, I've got 65 agents here. I say to them, look, 2022 is the year where you buy the holiday home. You buy a couple of investment properties. You put that money away where you don't have to work again because it's, you're buying cash. You're that guy that me and you were talking about at the start. Like, Where's all this cash coming from? It's going to come from my agents or your agents or his agents or his agents because if you take advantage of the market right now, you're going to be successful. Yeah. Don't get to Q2 and be like, should have, should have kicked off a bit earlier. The market's hot and you're behind. You know, this 27th of December is ready to go. It's go time. And that's, that's, that's got to be the attitude, man. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui with a quick commercial break. Now you've been listening, you've been waiting, and now the big Rent Ready mystery can be revealed. Rent Ready just launched rental property accounting for landlords. It's so new, I haven't even got a chance to check it out yet. Now you can easily connect your rental properties from Rent Ready to an accounting software created specifically for landlords with Rent Ready's newest partner, REI Hub. Now I've used a lot of payment processing systems in the past, and it's always been a challenge even asking them to generate APIs so it can talk to our existing systems. And they're really, any type of software that collects payments doesn't make it very easily to do that. But now with Rent Ready, you can automatically transfer properties and charges from your Rent Ready profile. You can track your income and expenses with matching rules and payment templates to speed up your bookkeeping. View your profit and loss or cash flow by property or unit. Get your portfolio's balance sheet, schedule ease, and more. Guys, we're so excited about this. And here's something even more exciting. As always, with Rockstars, you get a special, special opportunity. If you're not currently using Rent Ready, you can sign up using our special code ROCKSTAR50 and get 50% off your Rent Ready subscription. Once you set up your properties, you can add rental property accounting as a premium feature. If you're currently using Rent Ready, go check out the new accounting features designed to save you time and money while you manage your business. And remember, it's Rent Ready with an I at the end. R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I dot com. Thanks for listening. Go check them out. It's go time. Be Become one of those cash buyers, right? Agents, listen yeah, to that. Sure. Work hard like what Mark is saying. Make more money yeah. than you've ever made and be some of those cash buyers that gets to put it away. Maybe buy the Dubai property. The One of the things, one of our questions said, if you were on stage, what would your panel be? And you said, every day is closing day. Every day is closing day. Yeah, man. What, every so, day is closing day. Because it is, right? Yeah. It really is. Like every single day is closing day. I have morning meetings with my with my guys, and I'm I'm full of beans. You know, I'm a pretty energetic guy. Dance around the office, you know, high impact. Let let's go. Let's make some money. And every day is closing day. Every single day, there's somebody out there who wants to do business with you. You just got to find them. But we we're in a position where we do all have an abundance of leads at the moment, which is great. And. There's somebody on your on your CRM right now who's saying, I will sign a contract today if you just show me what I want. And what they want is out there. You've just got to find it and show them. And that is why every day is closing day. I love that. One of the, so you submit as far as in our toolbox, right? So listeners, if you want to get, you know, you go to hybendigital.com, there's access to the free toolbox. All the agents put something in there. Mark, you talked about putting uh, info for your high neighbor campaign in there. Just a quick overview on what that is. Okay, so really cool. Um, it works buy side or sell side. And 
let's say um, you have the, the buyer on a transaction, you, you, you're startup buy side. What you do is um, you say to the buyer, hey, look, one of the services that I offer to all my buyers is I send a letter to all of the, the neighbors. So you're about to move in and I send them a letter from you. And it says, hi, neighbor. Um, my name is Aaron. I'm, I've just moved into 123 Main Street. I'm really excited to meet you all. Um, Mark really helped me out with this transaction. He was absolutely fantastic. I know he's working with a couple of other buyers at the moment who are also looking to buy in the area. If you're looking to sell, I highly recommend giving him a call. I really look forward to meeting you all. Aaron. The social proof behind that is outrageous because it's not from me. It's, it's from you, the yeah. new name. And then we, when we send these out, uh, we typically get for, you know, five to 750 uh, units. We'll typically get, you know, 20 calls uh, and you'll get a couple of listing appointments from it. And then it's obviously down to you on how you handle your listing appointments. But, trying, you know, we, we get listings off the back of it. And you can do it the other side. If you've got sell side, um, it's exactly the same. Uh, hi, neighbor. Um, um, I've really enjoyed staying in the neighborhood. I'm, I'm going to give you the text. That's what I'll put in the drop. Yeah, yeah. Um, hi, neighbor. I really enjoyed living in the community. You know, me and the, the wife and the kids were moving on to uh, another state due to work, but I've really enjoyed my time with you. Look, I just want to let you know, Mark was fantastic selling our property. Um, he got us our price in the shortest possible time. I would highly recommend speaking to him if you're considering selling. Here's his details, and I do hope to bump into you in the future. Bosh, Aaron. And it's just not salesy. Yeah. And it's so, so salesy as well. <laughs> you know, it's it's like it converts. And then you can do a follow-up. You can then follow up and say, hey, I know Aaron dropped you a line. Um, here's my details. Uh, and you can continue that follow-up because it's warm. It's almost been an introduction. It's, it works so well. It's it, yeah. It's almost like it's inside your your sphere, but it's not really. It's like you're taking them. You're doing the outreach. I like that. It's that double service too, like the welcome to the neighborhood type thing. Here, here's who I am. Here's the person in the neighborhood. It it kind of creates that transaction. You know, when you move into a new neighborhood and neighbors are wondering who lives there. You know, and a lot of them are wanting to come drop off cookies and come knock on the door. And they're wanting to know, does this person have kids or not to play with mine? Or, you know, are they the same? And so getting to do that, I think it provides that double service. I could see some, some people before they're moving in, getting a little nervous and then getting excited, you know, yeah, send it. And then getting to see, you know, those results, you know, we're not going to have enough time to talk about all, all of the stuff on here. I know that the, I'm going to ask you one more question, but there's, but for listeners out there too, I would recommend reaching out to Mark. Two of the things that we were going to talk about was using KPIs to manage yourself and your team. He talked about that a little bit, but I'm yeah. sure you guys can reach, reach out to him offline yeah. about those details and then setting up deal clinic on all, de- on all deals. But the big one I wanted to hit of the last kind of one that you wanted to hit on was focusing on the why. Now you hit it, you hit part of that just a second ago, right? When we were, you're talking through that process of, you know, somebody is saying, I want to buy a house. Yeah. If you show me what I want. So yeah. talk about, you know, focus on the why. So the why is a, a lot of people, a, a lot of agents focus on the what, and they also focus on the who, which I don't think are a massive part of the decision-making process. It's all about the why. So, and it can't be my why. So my why is the commission. You know, why yeah. am I in this transaction? I want the commission money. And that can't be the reason for the deal, okay? So if we're showing property to somebody because we want to make money and we think that, oh, I'll just show them this, we're never going to be in that top 1%. The why always has to be, why are you going to thank me for showing you this property? Why are you going to be happy sending the high neighbor campaign out? Mm-hmm. Because I've done such an amazing job. Not what, it's why. And that's, that's what it always boils down to is when we do deal clinics and I do these quite a lot with our team in the office, I'll sit down and say, why does your buyer want this property? And when we really drill down into the why, why is the seller looking to sell? Is it just for the money? What's the reasons behind it? Why is the buyer buying? You know, why are we arguing over $10,000? Why, why, why is that happening? And when we drill into the why, 
our decision process changes and our advice really changes. So we, we stop giving advice based on us wanting to make commission. <laughs> you know, we really do. And that's, although we all want commission and we're all, we're all commissioned, that's, that's, what we, that's how we live. But if, when we do the switch from not what, not who, it's why. Why should this transaction happen? And if you can't justify it with that's because it's perfect for both parties, you won't do a transaction. You yeah. just won't. And we'll, we'll, we'll try <laughs> because we want the commission. <laughs> you know, we're running around and we're like, this is the right one. And I don't know if I want to go and see this one or this and this because the why isn't right. So it comes down to qualification, right? If you get the qualification of your buyer done correctly, you'll know their why. It's not a three-two for three hundred and fifty grand in one of these zip codes. That's not the why. That's the what. We need the why. What's going to make you say, "Oh my gosh, Mark, this is amazing"? So that's the why. I have to show my wife this. Please don't let me lose this. Is the is asking price going to be okay? That's when you get the why right, and that's what that's what it's all about. That's what that's what gets you out of bed early every morning and keeps you in the office late every night is when you get that why perfectly right your bank balance is full and that's yeah. the why for me yes yeah, so it's not about what the client wants it's why they need it everybody's yeah. had that client that they actually say i want a three bedroom two bath with a pool in this neighborhood right and then they get to go see it and they don't and you're like wait it crosses all the boxes why aren't you buying this one Right. Yeah. And so I could see a lot more of digging in to that process. I haven't heard anyone say that. It's not about what house they want. It's the why, because yeah. then you'll really get to dig into more of what, what house they really want, what, what, they, what they think they want compared to what they do want. So Mark, you guys are growing like crazy in Dubai. You're also yeah. now growing with luxuryproperty.com. You're growing like crazy in, in the US too. What, yeah. um, what are your plans over the next year? And just as we're wrapping up, what are the best ways for people to reach out to you and kind of any final thoughts on everything? This has been a great interview for all of our listeners. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So we're growing rapidly into the US. Um, core markets for us right now are Dubai, London, New York, Miami, and LA. We've already got decent exposure over there. We've got great listings. We've got, we've got great things going on in them, lo locations, and we're looking to rapidly grow, um, not just in them areas, but throughout the whole US. But there are, there are core growth markets for Q1 and Q2 next year. Obviously, the brand itself is fantastic. You know, luxuryproperty.com, we spoke earlier. The domain itself is just really sexy. Incredible, it's really yeah. Good. It's so good. And, what, you know, our goal is to be the go-to website for luxury property you know the 10 million dollars and above um we've got some fantastic units on the worldwide so that's that's the goal is to be that go to um that digital destination for luxury property and i think that's where we will be this time next year i would love to jump on another call with you this time next year for a review and see how we go on uh, but that that's where i think you know, we're going to be the digital destination for the 10 million and above price point. And I think them core locations are where we should be. And I'd say anybody who wants to reach out, I can get my email, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anything you want, email, phone number, whatever you want to do. Yeah. You can get me on Mark, M-A-R-K at luxuryproperty.com. Email me anytime, any questions, absolutely anything. I'm always available. Time differences. It's the evening here at the minute, but you can, you can get me anytime. I love to anybody who has got any questions, anything like that, you can reach out anytime. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. This has been, this has been great. I'm sure people will. And I love to get to talk about predictions. I felt the same way about the market, you know, beginning of January, 2021, it was starting to be a little bit slow. We had just had a really boom year prior. And there was a question of, okay, do we take our cards off the table or do we go again? Do we think that we've now peaked because prices between March of 2020 and January, 2021 had gone up 25, 30% or more. And it was like, yeah. can it happen again? And January, 2021, I said, yes, I believe over the next 12 months, it's going to happen again. And we bought as many properties as we possibly could in 2021. We bought more in 2021 than the prior three years combined. And mm -hmm. now at the end of 2021, we're saying, man, that was a fantastic bet. And now as we look into 2022, people right now are saying it's slowing down a little bit. It's, it's not quite as easy. And I'm, and I'm reminding them, this is how I felt last year. And I'm looking at, I'm taking out my crystal ball, which is just my guess, just like Mark's, but I'm, but I agree with you, Mark. I think a year from now, 
We're all going to wish we had more real estate than we had today. You know, the buyers that are out there, I think it's a fantastic time to get more real estate. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful time. So the, well, this has been, this has been fantastic. I'm sure some people will reach out to you. Everybody listeners reach out to Mark, especially when it comes to luxuryproperty.com. go to hybendigital.com, grab that tool set that he had. And Mark, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on the show. Can't wait to have you back. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, man. Have a great day. Real estate rock stars. Thanks for listening. All right, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents. And we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every punny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate, how to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our real estate rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.